Welcome everyone to Coaching in Session. My name is Michael Reardon and I'll be your mindset coach today. And today we're going to be talking about how to uncover your untapped potential. And if you're thinking, well, if I have more potential, why is it hiding from me? Because there's a lot of things that you want to do in the world and a lot of things you want to do in your days. It's important that you figure out how to get every ounce of energy you have within you out. If you're new to the channel, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, and to share this video and your audio to help build a community of like-minded individuals. Now, when we get into untapped potential, it's going to be talking about what we leave on the table at the end of the day. It can be difficult to push yourself past your comfort zone, push yourself on days when you feel tired or you don't feel 100%. I've been there. But you have to give yourself a routine. You have to give yourself a determining factor that no matter what, that mindset, no matter what, I'm going to come out on top. I'm going to be able to give every little bit of what I have. That's not to say you don't take breaks. That's not to say you don't take it easy on some days, you take a rest day, a vacation week, but you understand the difference between work and play. And then, of course, procrastination. Because oftentimes, many people will be on their phones, TikTok, YouTube, mindlessly scrolling away watching videos with no purpose in mind. Heck, I've been there. You know what I do when I notice I'm doing it? Typically, it takes me about five to 10 minutes. I go, whoa, what, what am I doing? What do I need to do? And then I adjust because yes, that was good for five or 10 minutes. I feel recharged, but I don't need to be inundated constantly throughout my day on listening to things that don't benefit me, that don't help build me up. Now I listen to a lot of audiobooks. I do listen to a lot of podcasts also, but they're all personal development. How can I become better in some area of my life, whether it be career, relationship, money? I'm looking at how can I improve? If you're looking at a money podcast or an episode about money on YouTube and you're learning about money or stocks or things like that, real estate, then yes, you can do that because you're learning. But if you're just watching a video of a dog going in circles and you're laughing, you're better off chasing your own tail. And then you come to the conclusion why you don't have the things in your life that you really want. And it gets into the idea of unlocking what we leave behind, of finally setting free all of the energy, all of the abundance all of the progress that we can make in our days. And we're going to be talking about that most recent blog right now and learning how to untap our fullest potential. All right, everyone, if you're new to the channel, you're going to head over to revenconcepts.com and you're going to go over to resources and blogs, and then you will click the most recent blog, which is going to be a TUS series, part 39, how to find your untapped potential. When we're looking at our TUS series, TUS series are typically, again, for clients that I'm working with, but you can also benefit from a TUS series if you have a strong mindset. If you have a weak mindset, it can be difficult to really align with what is being said. Not saying it's impossible, but some of the things that we're going to be talking about will already assume that you have a strong mindset. If we look at the three steps to find your untapped potential, number one, figuring out where you are weak and where you're strong. That right there is going to be an awareness aspect because then we're aware, oh, I'm weak in this area. Let me become stronger versus, oh, I'm not good at it. That's just who I am. That's just how I am. That's just my circumstances. I'm not tall. I can't dunk. I mean, yes, you might be short and not be able to dunk today, but what about in a year? Can you do the work to strengthen your legs and to learn how to fly in the sky? It's possible. Sometimes genetics in your DNA might not make it possible, but we can always lower the rim a little bit so we can say that you dunked. It might not be on the national NBA standards, but it's going to be 
on your mindset that I can dunk, I dunked. Doesn't matter how you do it as long as you do it. That's step one. Step two is going to be committing to the change that you seek. And it's easy for people to say, well, I'm going to do something. Look at New Year's resolutions. I'm going to commit to this resolution and I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to read all these books. I'm going to get all this money. But guess what happens typically for New Year's resolutions? Typically, people burn out by April, maybe March. So that means within three to four months, people have already given up on their resolutions. Why is that? Mindset. We can see that these steps are for people who are already in a strong mindset. And then looking at that final third step, learning when to rest and when to push. There is a huge benefit of knowing when you have something left in the tank and knowing when you're at that point of burnout. And I always tell people, if you can prevent burnout, do so. Because the last thing you want in your life is burnout. And sometimes people get there unconsciously where they finally realize like, okay, I'm tired, I'm unhappy, and it's burnout. So getting out of that burnout, not allowing it to happen is important. All of these steps are going to start to lead us into learning how to untap our potential. And those three steps, again, just in concise order. Step one, figure out where you're weak and grow strong. Step two, commit to the change you seek. And step three, learn to rest and when to push. And in this article, in this blog, you're going to be able to look at all of those different steps, and then you're going to be able to break each step down. So figuring out where you're weak, where to get strong, committing to the change that you want, and learning how to rest and when to push and what that entails. And we're going to be taking a different direction in the podcast because I always talk about the same topic, but in a different viewpoint than what the blog talks about. The blog is a great resource for you to get these three steps and really get them down packed so you can learn how to untap your potential. But today I want to talk about why do you think people leave their untapped potential on the table? And then, of course, giving you some quick tips and some surefire ways to become more just in your day today. So when we look at ourselves, there's going to be a certain amount of energy we have every single day. You might think that, oh, I can do all of these different things. And by the time the end of the day is going to come, I'm going to have accomplished everything. Well, that's a nice fantasy, right? We live in reality, though, because you might not be able to get everything you want done. That is why we give ourselves plans for the future. There's a one-year plan, a five-year plan, a 10-year plan. You're not going to say, well, I want to climb Mount Everest in one minute. It's going to be a journey. It's going to be a trek, and it's going to be difficult. You can take the easy route and just take a helicopter up there. But where is the sense of accomplishment? It's not there. You didn't climb Mount Everest. You were flown on to the top of it. And sometimes in life, we have to go through those challenges, those struggles. And it helps us understand where we're strong and where we're weak. And sometimes in life, we fail to see our weaknesses. We might know what we're good at. We might know what we like. We might even know what we want. But do we know what we need? Do we know how to get it? And oftentimes, many people have some type of idea of how to get it. They might have read a book or saw a friend or listened to a podcast. But do they really know that they're leaving more in the tank every single day? Because if they did, wouldn't you think that many people would push themselves a little bit more rather than just kind of falling into the monotony of a day-to-day schedule? Because the day-to-day schedule that we give ourselves is often filled with holes. It's filled with areas that can benefit from some improvement. 
from some type of coaching. Think about your mornings. What do you do in the morning that is extremely effective? And what do you do in the morning that's extremely ineffective? You might wake up in the morning and hit the snooze button. Extremely ineffective. Now you might wake up in the morning, jump right out of bed, and you're going to the gym. Or you're going into the kitchen to cook breakfast for the kids. Or make a pot of coffee, right? You're doing action immediately versus, well, I'm going to give myself five more minutes. 10 more minutes, 15 more minutes, because in that right, you are wasting time. That right there, those 15 minutes, it might not seem like a lot. It might not. But that right there can be 15 minutes there add to 15 minutes at lunch where you're on your phone to 30 minutes in the evening where you're doing something. You have an hour that you have not utilized properly just from just talking about 15 minute increments because we give ourselves that. We create those habits, that habit of I'm going to waste time. I'm going to be ineffective for a little bit so I don't feel so bad. Well, I didn't waste four hours watching YouTube, Michael. You're right, you didn't. But you watch 30 minutes in the morning, one hour at lunch, and then two hours at night. You almost got to four hours. You might not see it, right? We cover up what we do and we say, you know what? This is going to be okay. I only had one taco, but... Did you have one taco at breakfast, lunch, and then dinner? Or did you have one taco for the whole entire day? And I live here in Texas. We love tacos. They have great breakfast tacos. They have great regular tacos for lunch or dinner. You can have tacos every single day and still be happy that you're having them because it's great comfort food. But what is truly comfort? Is our comfort zone truly comfort? It stops us from feeling anything, right? We're comfortable. We don't have to feel fear or doubt or insecurity. We stay in a little bubble. We don't look at our weaknesses. We don't look at our strengths. We just say, what is happening right now? Oh, it's, you know, too much. Oh, too little. Oh, oh. Comfort, right? We need to make sure we are at an ideal resting point. And I've talked about this concept is that our comfort zone is literally just a state of mind that our mind tends to frequent. And that frequent visit to that comfort zone is what the body wants, right? It's just a natural tendency of the body body will always refer back to the comfort zone. If you're feeling down, how can we be comfortable? If you're feeling up, eventually you're going to go back to the comfort zone. It's just the way the body is, the way the brain balances itself out. But what happened if you wanted more? You wanted to reach more in your days and you wanted to do more in your life. You would have to figure out how to not make that comfort zone a place where the brain continually goes to at every resting point in your day. So when there is an opportunity to rest, you say, I'm not going to choose comfort. I'm going to choose to be more. That is being aware of your weaknesses, right? Step number one, I'm aware of where I'm weak. What do I do about that? Do I become strong in that area or do I delegate my weakness to someone else? Now, if you delegate something that you don't prefer, you don't enjoy, you create space for your own enjoyment and for your fulfillment. It's not that you have people do the work for you. It's just that you have people do the work that they're going to be more effective at than you so you can be effective at other work. So you see that we have someone else doing something that we don't like. For example, social media. If you're a business coach, coach in general, uh, entrepreneur, business owner, you're going to realize that social media is a big component to your business. It's critical where your social media has to be updated, it's easier for people to find you. Now, of course, do you need social media? No, you can just be on Google. You can be in Yellow Pages. People can find you, right? Even if you just had a storefront with nothing and people can just go to your store. 
we learn from that, right? We learn to find our comfort into that. But then you also have to look at your strengths and your weakness into that. So you might be comfortable posting a post today. Well, I'm doing my social media stuff, but are you posting three times a day? What does that take away from you? What does that take away from your day? And sometimes I think people fail to understand that when they give something, they take something. When they take something, they give something. So it's like they have to find that balance in the sense of, okay, if I'm going to have a podcast, well, how am I going to edit this episode? Am I going to do this? Because it's going to take me an hour to edit it. So it's going to take me 30 minutes to record it, an hour to edit. So it's an hour and a half of my life. But what happened if I said, you know, I'm going to use that hour instead of me doing the edit, I'm going to have someone else do the edit and I'm going to work with a client. So I'm going to work with a client during that hour instead of me editing my episode for an hour. I'm changing the world where I'm going to help someone versus I'm going to fix my podcast, right? Because a podcast is going to create a job, right? So we're creating jobs now where someone's going to do the task for me. They get compensated for their job, a job well done too, because what we're looking for is we're looking for growth and prosperity, not just in our life, because when we're untapping our potential, we see everything that's around us. It's not so much what I can do, but what other people are able to accomplish too. Because again, we look at our strengths and we look at our weaknesses. Where am I strong at? Where am I weak at? And then we commit to that change. Step number two. When we commit to that change, we say, okay, I'm not going to edit any more episodes, or I'm not going to be on my phone anymore, or I'm not going to eat unhealthy, right? So we are giving ourselves something that we're going to work for. Because if you're eating fast food every single day, it's going to slow you down. Fast food eventually slows you down. So we are creating that balance. We're creating that place where our mind can be good and prosperous and grow but it doesn't happen overnight. We have to commit to that change. And that changes every single day. Every single day, we have to commit to what we said we were going to do, to what we should be doing. And it's difficult for many people to say, you know what? I want to commit to this and I'm going to keep on committing and I'm going to push and I'm going to make sure I don't stop. There's nothing that's going to stop me. Because the moment someone gets an angry email, maybe a comment, our insecurities, our doubts, our anxiety starts to flare up and we say, you know what? I'm not going to commit to the change anymore. It's too hard because change is hard. Change is a lot of work. I'm not going to sit here and saying that change is easy and that you can just untap your potential by easily following these three steps. It's going to take some effort on your end, especially if you have created poor habits because those habits have to be changed. Sometimes we're in the habit of waiting for New Year's resolutions and guess what happens? In three months, you're not going to be doing the task you said you were going to be doing. It doesn't even matter if you did on New Year's, if you did it in July, Because you're going to realize that you don't complete things all the way through. Similar to how if you're having a hard time completing things and committing, how much more do you think you can do in a day? My gamble or my bet is that you can do a lot more. There's going to be a lot of waste of time. And one of the things I do for many of my clients is I help them figure out how much time they're wasting. How much time do they have? Because you will hear everyone say this excuse. Oh, there's no time. I don't have any time. You might not have time. It's very true that it could be the case. Maybe you're a parent. Maybe you have your own company. Or maybe you're both. And it's difficult to find the time to do the things you want. But you need to figure out what amount of time are you going to delegate to anything that you put into your life. 
How many hours of work you want to do a week? Typically, people put in 40, your 40-hour work week. And then after, they have all the rest of the day to do whatever they want. So that means they have eight hours to work a day. That means they have 16 hours left the day. Okay, well, let's say you sleep for eight hours, right? It's recommended you sleep for eight hours, maybe more, maybe less, right? So we're just going to recommend eight hours of sleep, right? So that means you have eight hours in your day to figure out what the heck you're going to do. Eight hours is already consumed by work from your employer. Then you have eight hours that's going to be for sleeping. And then you could have eight hours that you can do something else with. What do you do with those eight hours? Write that down right now. You can pause the episode and you can write down the things that you want to do in those eight hours or you should be doing in those eight hours. You're going to learn how quick you either do them or you don't do them. All right. Maybe add another component later on. What would you like to do? All right. So look at the things you do. Look at the things you want to do and then look at the things you wish you can be doing because there's going to be a difference in between that you want to do and wish you could be doing. For example, the brain is going to tell you what's realistic and what's not realistic. That's the thing about mindset. That's the thing about the limiting beliefs that we were given. Our brain is going to cap us somewhere, right? Our dreams, our fantasies are often replaced by reality. So we don't dare to defy the odds of the world or what we believe, we kind of just stay into a lane, right? Our comfort zone again. What's possible? Well, whatever is possible is whatever you believe is possible. Oftentimes we say something is not impossible, so we already lose that battle. There is no impossible. There's only someone who's not willing to do it. So you have to ask yourself, are you willing to do it? And then you get to that point, step number three. If you are willing to do it, what are you willing to sacrifice? What are you willing to gain? You can gain everything. But you have to give up something because during those eight hours right now, you might spend family time. You might be watching a lot of Netflix, a lot of movies. You might be hanging out with friends, going to the bar. You might have to lose something. But what do you gain in the end? Is it going to be the things that you are already doing, right? And you already have that life. Is it going to be the things that you want? So maybe you're giving up a little bit of those eight hours. Or is it going to be something that is so far-fetched and you're like, I can never do this because you're not confident, because you're not courageous, because your mindset is not aligned with going after and pushing yourself to the brink. So when you get to that brink, when you get to pushing yourself to the highest possible form it can be, then you have to learn a trick. And that's when to push and when to rest. Because sometimes people keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing, and they might not see the end because they didn't give themselves the end. They said they wanted more money and they get a million dollars and they realize that, oh, I got a million dollars, but this is not what I want. I want two million now. I want five. I want 10. I want 20 million dollars. And they're always in that state of mind where they're always yearning for more. Well, there's a difference between yearning and wanting and giving yourself a contingency than saying, I'm able to accomplish this. Why am I not able to accomplish this? So when you're trying to push and you're trying to create change, and that change can create money, that change, your work can create some type of monetary income. And there's nothing wrong with creating money for yourself, for your family, for the lifestyle that you want. Many people associate money with evil and that it's going to do bad. Money can be a great resource, a great tool for you to live life the way you want to live. Oftentimes, people have a mindset of scarcity when it comes to money, but money is not scarce. Money can be abundant. And the only thing that you have to do or begin to do is understand that you have more to give, untapping into your potential. 
This blog, How to Find Your Untapped Potential, is going to be a great resource, especially if you have a strong mindset already, to find out how you can untap your potential. How can you unlock your limitlessness mindset, your limitlessness goals? You have the ability to create something wonderful. You have to figure out how to do that. And this blog is a great starting point for anyone, especially clients who have a strong mindset for people who might be coaches right now listening to this and they have a strong mindset too. This blog is going to be that starting point for you. It might be the end point for you too, where it's finally that last piece of the puzzle where you're able to say, all right, now I know what I need to do. Become aware of making the changes that you need to make. Oftentimes people, they get into this idea of they don't know exactly what they should be doing so they don't do anything at all. When we have the answers right in front of us, you don't have to find the solution to the problem. Sometimes the solution is within the problem. Sometimes the problems that we give ourselves are just a fake reality. And we really have to take ownership rather than pass off the blame due to circumstance or due to an unknowingness of what's possible and what's not possible. So all in all, when we're trying to untap our potential, we're trying to figure out how we can make our life better right? How can we make sure that we're giving every little bit of ourselves each and every day? In the beginning, it might not be as intuitive and as simple because we might say, I'm going to start small. In the morning, I'm not going to hit my snooze button. We created some time. Then you can implement different things that you can do in the day versus some of the things that might not be impactful into reaching a higher state of being or state of self. So for example, if you come home after your nine to five, what are you doing? Especially if you don't have a family, because if you have a family, you might have to go to soccer practice. You might have to cook dinner. There's many things that are associated with family and things that you have to do. And there's going to be many things that are going to be associated with that title of family man or family woman that have to be taken care of. And we're not going to belittle that, right? We're going to say, well, let's do the best we can. How many hours do we have left after that task, after that duty? And then we figure out what we do. You might have to recharge for five minutes or 10 minutes, maybe 30 minutes most, where you're doing something that fulfills you. But then you also have to ask yourself, is that fulfillment creating betterment too? Sometimes people will go on, again, watch a video that doesn't create any betterment. It might create some type of rest for them, but it doesn't create betterment. One of the things I do, especially in the evening times, is I open up a book. I have plenty of books that I like to read. If for some reason I don't want to read or if my kid is sleeping and I'm not able to turn on the light, I'll listen to an audiobook. I have a headset. I can put my earbud in my ear and I can listen to the audiobook. I'm spending time with him, but I'm also spending time on becoming better. We all have more to give in each of our days. Oftentimes people don't realize how much more they have to give into their days, so they choose to ignore it. Well, I'm telling you to pay attention to untap that potential, and then start to see the limitless possibilities that can happen for yourself, for your family, just because you follow these three steps. And those three steps are, again, to find where we can become strong, commit to the change, and learn to rest and when to push. Doing those in that order are going to help you find your untapped potential and then really dive into it. Of course, there's going to be the idea of habits, the idea of purpose, passion, gift. But again, all that should be already settled, especially 
in a tune-up series, that means you already have the mindset of someone who's going to do something amazing in their life. You're just not there yet. You just need that little push. This block can be that little push. This block can be that key that finally opens up the door that was stopping you from moving ahead. You make the changes that you want for yourself in your life, and you can unlock all the wealth and all the possibilities just by untapping your potential. My name is Michael Reardon. I'm a mindset coach. If you have any questions, you can email me, coachinginsession at gmail.com, and I will see everyone on the next episode of Coaching In Session. Until then, everyone, take care.